Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. And here we are, episode 154, right? 154? 154, DJ. Yeah, all right. Yeah, 154, we're uh, coming in hot and strong today, and I am bringing the punch. I'm bringing the power, baby. This is. This is a DJ Pig episode. Uh, and just, just for reference, my name is Quinn Eaton. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, was, I, yeah, and I'm DJ Pig. I'm sorry, I yeah, forget. I you know, I, I'm just so familiar at this point with uh, you and this computer screen that sometimes right. I forget to introduce myself. Yeah, so uh, just remember, DJ, you know, just it's just you and me talking, but more people are hopefully listening to our conversation. So Fingers it's crossed. It's always good to just give the audience a chance to kind of recognize voices, right? So they can say, oh, okay, so that's DJ talking, that's Quinn talking. So right, right, right. I just wanted to make sure we got that out in the open. But ladies and gentlemen, okay, DJ Pig, my co-host, came up with this episode himself, and I said, you know what, I'm going to give you the reins. So... It's a DJ Pig episode, episode 154, and I know that you're kind of excited about uh, taking this uh, position. Maybe maybe not full-time, but just for an episode you would enjoy to kind of be in charge more hey, than you usually are. You know, sometimes you know how little kids sometimes like to be, they like to print, pretend like daddy. Well, this is just me stepping into your shoes just for the day. Yeah. Not that you're I, daddy. I, I, but yeah, it made me uncomfortable. You could have just said dad or father. You said daddy, which always makes me uncomfortable. But uh, yeah, today you're my daddy. So uh, let's go ahead and, and get into the episode, right? Because we have a lot to talk about. People might be confused as to uh, what this podcast will entail. But I think it's going to be pretty uh, informative, uh, pretty eye-opening, I think one could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to get to it. Um, but before we do... We usually do the metaphor for how the podcast works. Now, I know a lot of people probably don't like it, um, and I, maybe some people like it. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah. guess what? Since you're in charge, I'll go ahead and do it. Get the time, metaphor. Right? Do it. So, so AY and 2K is kind of like lighting a candle, right? Light mm. the candle! Mm. Okay? On fire! We... Yeah, we take the lighter, and we, you know, take it to the wick, and it catches flame, right? Mm-hmm. Now... What do you have to do once you're kind of done with the candle, right? You have to blow out the candle. Yep. So we at AY2K even do that with our topic. We blow out the candle, mm-hmm. but it is the audience's job to take the top of that candle and extinguish that flame, uh, you know. And so that's what we, we do. Most of the work, we light it, we let it burn, and then we blow out the candle. Then they take the top to the candle, take the oxygen out of the candle, right? And the fire is no more. So that's how this podcast works. We talk about something for 95%, and then the audience takes that last 5%. All right. Uh, and so that's my metaphor for today. Uh, All right. How was that? Was that okay? I, I like that it. was fine. Yeah, I like it. Okay. I like it. The best way to do uh, it is to just, you don't plan anything, and you just speak on what you see. <clears throat> that's exactly right. Thank you, DJ. And I just wanted to go ahead and get something off my chest, DJ. Uh, okay. We were kind of talking about it before, but, um, you know, it's a new year. This is our first episode of 2021. Yeah. And... I usually exercise a, a good amount, but I'm really trying to strengthen my core, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started this uh, I started this thing that I found. It's just like an ab, a two-week ab program, and that's all I want, right? I'm an American. I don't want to work hard for something. I just want to see results and not have to work that hard. Yeah, yeah. So two weeks Instant for abs. Gratification. That, yeah, two weeks for abs sounds good to me. So uh, the only bad thing is like I'll do this ab workout. You're supposed to do it you know, every day for two weeks, and 
I, I said, I, I just do the ab workout and I feel good. I'm like, wow, that you know what? My core feels stronger and then I'll go eat McDonald's. Or, you know, I'll do the workout and I'll eat some leftover food from dinner and I eat too much of it. It's canceling it out. Yep. And the thing, the thing that is really bothering me is most people take a before-after picture, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they start this ad program, they're like, this is what I look like before, this is what I look like after. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I took the before picture, but my after picture, my, my stomach might be larger. I'm not really sure. Hmm. You know, Do you think that there's something wrong with me as far as like canceling out that? Or no, no, is no. Is it just no. the American way? I, I think, see, here's the deal, is a lot of people go into the New Year's resolution, and I, I want to lose weight, I want to get fit, and... One of my favorite movie quotes is from the movie Dodgeball, when Vince Vaughn says, I have found that when you set the bar low and you set your expectations low, uh, or just have no expectations at all, then life is a lot happier. So I think Mm. rather than starting off the new year by uh, pinning yourself into a depressive state by not reaching a goal that you half-heartedly wanted in the first place by saying, hey, I want to get fit, or I want to lose weight, don't do that. Say, hey, I'm going to not gain weight here this next couple of months of this yeah. first. Okay. And, and and in that case, you know what? You exercise, and then you eat what you want, and you just maintain. That's what I like to do. I like to just kind of maintain, uh, yeah. maybe cut back if I see a little bit of uh, you know extra flab going on. But right, right, for right. the most part, I work pretty hard. And talking about extra flab mm. and uh, you know unnecessary things let's go ahead and get into today's topic you want to dive right in we've got a good topic to talk about so dj go ahead we do introduce today's topic what are we talking about today today's topic for episode 154 is going to be things that we put far too much trust into all right quinn what are you thinking that's my name that's my name. Yeah, what, what, I'm ready. What, how are you? Are you feeling good today? Are you ready for this? Yeah. Well, besides, you know, I like I said, I ate some leftover hibachi. I'm feeling pretty heavy uh, as far as you know how you know physically I'm feeling, but right. mentally, uh, emotionally, with this new year, I'm I'm a little bit in better uh, spirits, and there are some exciting things coming with AUI and 2K that we, we're not going to announce just yet. But uh, you know, there is a lot going on, a lot of uh, gears in motion, right? So. I'm excited right. in general, but of course we can't get too far ahead of ourselves because we have this right. podcast right in front of us. So now, uh, now you're just taking, quick, you're taking the reins, yeah. Yeah, well, just quick before we we dive deeply into this, uh, do you, are you saying hibachi? Yes, hibachi. Hibachi. So not hibachi, but hibachi. Yes, hibachi. Okay. All right. I just I wanted to clarify that because I thought that's what I heard, but I wasn't real sure. All right, so yeah. well, things... really, I think the way you're supposed to say it is the H is silent, so it's ibachi. Is that right? I think so. I'm not entirely sure. But See, I've heard it where the second H is silent, where it's hibaki, but hibaki. Yeah. Well, I'm not. You know what? I don't know. Uh, we don't have enough knowledge to speak no, on the no, correct pronunciation of hibachi no. or hibachi or ibachi or ibaki so right, let's right, go right. ahead and get into today's topic you were talking and i interrupted you no you're good so uh today's topic like we said uh things that we put far too much trust into uh i'm gonna go ahead and dive right into the first one i, well, I mean <clears throat> well how did you you sent me this idea i thought it was good so how like how did this come about what what were you like um, were you in the shower were you driving late at night and you thought about this like how did you come up with this list uh, honestly, it hit me as I was coming out of Walmart uh, one day at the end of last week, and this is just 
prefacing, this is one of the items on our list, but I went to walk out of Walmart and the automatic door almost like hesitated before it opened. So the thought crossed my mind is like, man, we put a lot of trust into that door opening because nobody slows down for yeah. it. I mean, you're just going to keep trucking yeah. and you know that that door's going to open. It's like a, it's just an automatic response. You're just going. And you were, it sounds like you were ready to square up to this door. You said, hey, put, put them <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Door. Put I kinda, them up automatically. I kind of had to take like a heavy step situation where I didn't really slow down, but I kind of had to stick on one foot real quick because if I had been walking full speed, I was going to shoulder check that door. Right, exactly. So let's not get too far into that because that's a little bit further down the list. But it looks like right, we've got right. a list of, what, six things to talk about that we put mm -hmm. far too much trust into. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that this is a great list. I didn't add anything to it. I said, I trust you. I trust your instincts. Let's go ahead and do it. So uh, without further ado, go ahead and introduce yeah. this list. I'm excited to get to it. All right. We've got uh, we got a list of what, six things here. Um, and, yeah, I, I laid this list out here, and it was really just brainstorming, just kind of clicking one after another uh the first on the list is phones obviously i think that's that's probably the biggest and most obvious uh one is that we put every bit of trust that we've got into uh the privacy on our phones and, and what we do there uh just uh whether it be like the things that we're looking at or uh the things that we're searching or the fact that the way that we communicate with people, we're just assuming that no one else is ever going to see that, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I I personally think, uh, as far as trusting phones, no one knows for sure if no. people are listening no. to us. No. But everyone kind of feels like people are listening to us. Whether it's a text message or a phone call or a FaceTime, you you have that in the back of your head, someone else, besides the person that you're talking right. to, someone else is seeing these things. Yeah. And I believe that it's for, uh, you know, the United States says it's for security purposes in order to protect the nation as a whole, that they sometimes listen into our conversations. But um, another it reason seems why like I that. think, another reason why I think we put too much trust into it is uh, I have, you know, a lot of passwords saved in mm -hmm. my phone not in the password you know the iphone has this thing right. oh would you like to save this password in this you know, right. magical bank of passwords that we have for you i always say no i've yeah. got the simple note decoy right which this is probably a bad thing to do but in my notes i've got this decoy note list right mm -hmm. and it's like a grocery list or something you scroll down there are my passwords okay ah. so for anyone listening Smart. especially people close to me if you want to get my passwords just find that i didn't say which note was the was the right. uh false right. note but there is one in my notes list in my phone that uh carries all my passwords and i, I think see. i think the thing that we need to talk about that everyone agrees with is let's say you and i are talking just let's just say uh we're we're out for a brewski okay let's say yeah. that we're out for a brewski a and nice we've brewski. got our phones we've got our phones sitting on uh the the bar and you know we start talking about which type of toilet paper feels best when you wipe and maybe I'm a exactly. Charmin guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Is is there another? Is there anything other than Charmin? I mean, you know. But for the conversation, yeah, I can't name you another brand, other? honestly. Uh, maybe but let's say we're talking about those Charmin bears, right? Yeah. In the commercials, they always look like their hineys are clean, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh, I'm Charmin clean. Mm. Oh yeah, my hineys clean. Yeah, not the best song, right? But we're talking about it. The Charmin bears are. A, yeah, a you gotta mention it. By the way. Do you think the Charmin bears have killed? They killed the family that was living in that house, and then they moved in. Yeah, probably like a like a reverse um, Goldilocks situation. Goldilocks, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, no, for I sure. That that's definitely a possibility. But next thing you know, you know, to get back to the point of the conversation, next thing yeah. you know, you're scrolling through a social media site or maybe you make a, a search on Google and Charmin is just popping up all over your phone. Your phone yeah. is listening to you. Your phone is definitely listening to you. And so all you're the saying time. That's why we put we put too much trust into it. Maybe what what is your reasoning behind that? Uh, kind of. Uh, that's that's about it right there. It's just between like I may make a, a Google search on like how Sour Patch Kids are made or uh, what uh, is are the blankets that are being made across the uh, United States are is it like a team of grandmas that knit and and sew into these yeah. blankets or and then a grandma yeah, sweatshop probably that's yeah what I've always thought. yeah yeah I, and that's what I'm afraid of uh, and you may Google that and then the next thing you know you're scrolling through Instagram or Twitter like you said and sure enough this ad pops up for grandma sweatshops or Sour Patch Kids and it's just it's it's worrisome. Yeah, especially it would be especially worrisome if there's an ad for a grandma sweatshop. But right, whenever right. you said you search how Sour Patch Kids were made, uh, that makes me think of a show uh, that I watched religiously as a kid called Unwrapped. Did you ever watch that? And it was like just how not. different. Oh, Mark Summers was the host of it. He has a beautiful velvety voice. Uh, really? He would tell you like how you know uh, an O Henry bar was made or. He would say, oh, have you ever wondered how, uh, how you know, gumdrops are made? Well, in this episode of Unwrapped, it was a great show. I just wanted to add that in. But See, uh, uh, why that, those two candies? Why that, that's the, Those were the first two candies that came to your mind is O'Henry bars and, and gumdrops? Yeah, well, O'Henry bars have always been my favorite just because of the name. Uh, because there is an exclamation point. So I always read it like, oh, Henry! So I always think of that. You know, because I, right. I, I it just comes well, to me. The gumdrops were just, you know, a, a scapegoat because I couldn't think of anything else. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I understand. Should we move on to the next Let, thing? Let's, let's like go we... to, yeah, let's go to number two. Uh, yeah, see, here's the thing. This is the toughest part of being in your shoes is the transition from one point to the next. And over 153 episodes, you have mastered it. And with this is kind of the first time that I've, I've done this. So I'm still getting the hang of the transition from point yeah. one to point two or point A to point B. Well, the idea, DJ, is you just kind of look at the time. You keep a you keep a close eye on how much time we have left. And, right. Uh, you just you try to, you know, divvy it out and try to make everything even as much okay. as you can. All right. Sometimes well, I'll jot that advice down. Lead to different different places, but go ahead. I got with the you. second point. All right, number two is we put way too much trust into other people driving. Right. On the roads, we put way too much trust into other people behind the wheel, just assuming that they know what they're doing, even though sometimes we realize quickly that they don't. In which case, that's when you got your road rage situation. But we're just assuming that everybody else on the road knows what they're doing. And is going to do the right thing, or is looking at the road, uh, not on their phone, uh, not intoxicated. So there's a lot to it. Yes, I mean there is a there is a lot that goes into. It, it's amazing to me that since the invention of cars and, and, and vehicles in what was it like 1930s, 40s? Uh, I think it came out in 2008 or something. Cars, the movie. No, 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 not, not, uh, no, not the, oh. Owen, not the Owen Wilson, uh, film. The okay. I, I'm speaking like the vehicles. Disney movie, yeah, vehicles, cars. Okay, sorry, I was, I was in another place. Go ahead. No, I understand. No, yeah. Uh, so since I mean they've been out for probably I don't know how long, how long have we had vehicles? You think? A hundred years? Oh, I've got Curtis's. Uh, getting us here. He's, he's looking it up real quick. But Is that Curtis? That, 
Yeah, Curtis. Uh, I, don't, I don't. He's messing around with feminine. Him. Yeah, feminine voice. Yeah. What's that, Curtis? 1886. That's a little bit longer okay. ago than I thought. But, however, in that amount of time, which is, what, 140 years well, or so? and I would say commercially, vehicles have been available right. probably since the 1900s, maybe. I mean, right. as far as like being able to afford one, maybe a little bit later than that. But, yeah, but you're right. Let's just say since they were a basic uh, unit of life that most everyone has or has to have to, to be able to work in this daily life is just the fact that they are able to like we have we have worked ourselves into just everybody knows you got to be on this side of the road you got to hit this blinker you got to turn here you got to do this you got to do that it's a perfect example of society depending on one another in order to uh, thrive and right get where we're wanting to go Uh, i would like to talk about self-driving cars at some point it would take too long oh my goodness get off too far on that right 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 um i i don't know if this story is true but i've always heard that in the very beginning of cars creations right uh, there were only two cars on the road and they crashed into each other. Like, there were only two cars available in the entire world and they crashed into each other. And I think that that's hilarious. And that's that, true. I'm that makes sense sure. because that's like, at that point, it's like the invention of flying. I mean, because you got to think, it's like, I'm going here and he's going there, but there's no lines to indicate this or lights or stop yeah. signs. It's just, and it just, if there's no communication between the two. So it, it makes sense that that would happen. I remember a like a uh, not necessarily a pep rally, but it was some sort of assembly in school, and I remember someone, uh, the man that was talking to us, was talking about all kinds of different safety things, and one of them was driving, and he said, "Hey, uh, if someone said that there's a brick wall, uh, you know, 500 yards in front of you, and you have to, it, it's 12 feet wide, so there's an opening in the brick wall that's 12 feet wide mm-hmm. and like seven or eight feet tall." Mm-hmm. And he said, you have to drive through it at 70 miles per hour. Would you do it? And everybody was like, no way, dude. I'm not doing that. And he said, well, that's basically what you're doing on the interstate. Like, you're staying inside yeah. this little area, and everything depends on you staying inside that little area. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that's a great point. We put a lot of trust into – I mean, some people are a little weary. Like, I, I would like to think that I'm one of those people that are that is always looking a couple steps ahead to make sure that, you know, I stay safe while I'm driving. But right. right, we put a lot of trust into other people just driving around us. And yeah. a lot of people that are stupid, you should have to probably take the driving test every every so often, maybe I every think five so. years. I think so. I think so. that would be something uh, that we could maybe support. Maybe we could put that out on an AY2K t-shirt. You know, maybe yeah. I'll write that down as an idea. But absolutely, um, I think that that's a really good point. Let's go ahead and move on to that thing you were talking about earlier. All right, yeah. Uh, that kind of that kind of spawned this entire conversation. I think yeah. that would be yeah, a so, good place to transition. So point three is is where I got the idea behind this whole episode, really, and it, it's the it's the automatic doors. The fact that we just always 100% of the time assume that when we go in or out of a building like Walmart or like a hospital where... And and the idea of the automatic door is fantastic because you take away having to grab the doorknob and it's quicker. It's positive all the way around pretty much. Except for the fact that if that door doesn't open, you might break your nose. Right. And I've seen it. I've seen automatic doors in public places not work. Yeah. And so then it causes a big... Uh, you know, commotion. Everybody's like, oh, God, what are we going to do? How do we get in? How do we get yeah. out? We're trapped. Yeah. You know, all these things. Yeah. And most of the time, somebody just comes up, you know, turns a key and slides it open, and it just yep. kind of stays open. But you know that one of my favorite things about 
automatic doors is that little draft that 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 air that's coming you know yeah. i don't know from the top of the door whenever yeah. you walk in i love mm. that feeling it's just like a fresh you know if it maybe like at walmart it's kind of gross it's like growing well, it's like yeah. blowing walmart air on you but yeah do you know what that's for dj no but i assume that you do i do yes yeah, so it's always fascinated me and i would like to see it in action once i've never been able to see it in action but the idea for that is because the automatic doors are, are you know, opening and closing so often and it's leaving, you know, a gaping hole into the whatever building the automatic door is placed in, that mm-hmm. stream of air, that steady, consistent, powerful stream of air is to keep insects out, right? So if a fly, really? if a little fly is trying to get his ass into Walmart yeah. and he starts flying in there when the door opens, he's like, oh, now's my chance. It's like Mission nope. Impossible. He tries to fly in there, and the air just like blows him right back out into the parking lot. Yeah, so, yeah. It's always good luck getting into Walmart. When every time you try to go in, you get hit by a Cat Five freaking hurricane. Exactly. Yeah, and that's what it is for the little flies. And I think, what kind of insect do you think would be able to kind of power its way through there? I'm thinking maybe a wasp or one of those carpenter bees, one of those the wood thick bees. bees. Oh yeah, yeah, those those big like three C's thick bees. Yeah, for sure. Especially if they get kind of like a you know a, a flying start from like the sixth or seventh parking lot, yep. you know, in the row, like yep. I, or the parking spot in the row is what I was saying. Because yep. I mean that's a lot of speed, a lot of velocity. One uh, of the mass times force equals acceleration, DJ. So okay, I think yeah. you'll be able to get in. Uh, what I I was thinking we mentioned bees in the wasp. I I was thinking what were the uh, the killer hornets or the hell hornets or yeah the murder hornets murder yeah. hornets. That's what those would probably be able to get through there, which would be awful. Yeah, imagine. I mean, Walmart's already bad enough, and then you've got a couple murder hornets flying in there. I haven't Oof. heard a lot about the murder hornets. Hopefully those, we don't hear a lot about them. But those came and went quick. I think they're still here. I'm just I don't know as far as you know. Maybe they're trying to push it under the rug uh, as far as how many yeah. are kind of spreading across the United States. If it's anything yeah. like uh, you know the current situation of the world, I wouldn't have any faith. Which we'll talk about that sort of maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't have any faith in uh, us containing something as oh, far yeah. as yeah, that's uh, true. the United States, but. Um, automatic doors, yes, I I really enjoy them um, because it makes it easier, especially if you have things in your hands and and we do put a lot of trust into them right. because there has to be some form of electricity in order for those to work. Uh, I will uh, one of I'll, those things where technology you have to depend on it. Yeah, uh, maybe that's one big large thing that we put too much trust into right. is technology. But I I will let you in on a a bit of an embarrassing story from my my birthday a couple of years ago. Um, I actually, it's a time where I wish the door had have been automatic, and it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was just a tad bit inebriated, um, and I was kind of in a hurry to get back in the house from the outside, and it was a sliding glass door, unfortunately not automatic, but I walked at it like it was going to open on its own, and yeah. I smashed face first into it, and, uh, you know, it hurt a little bit, but... I kept on trucking. I don't think I've ever seen someone have an automatic door in their house. No, so, but uh, you know but that's, I, I, that's what you know inebriation does to you sometimes. Is, you would have thought know, that you, that door was a, things. Yeah, you would have thought that door was automatic at some point. The way that I I slammed my sure. uh, face into it. Sure. Anyways, I from yeah. from that anywho. spot right there. Anywho, let's move on to point number four. Uh, you want to take point number four? I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true, because usually I'll say, like, hey, DJ, you want to read this? And then I'll yeah. talk for the rest of the time. So yeah. uh, number four is restaurant cooks that we put too much trust into. I definitely agree yeah. on this one because it's you don't see them. Um, I know that 
you did a little bit of research for a couple of years for this particular episode because you worked in an Applebee's. So you were able right. to kind of see what was going on back in the kitchen. Um, but as far as restaurant yeah. cooks, you know, you, you, you see the menu, you order something, and then it's up to them to provide it to you. And, and you never know. I mean, if he itches like his butt and then, you know, grab something on your plate or, uh, yeah. you know, maybe maybe the, the cook is back there and, and she, you know, yeah. is it has a little cold and maybe she, you know, accidentally drops a little snot in there and then she just kind of mixes it in with, you know, the tomato bisque. Or, I'm not entirely sure, but we do put a lot of trust in a restaurant cook. Yeah. Well, and you said studied uh, the topic for a couple of years. Really, I only worked at that Applebee's for like two months because, you know, it wasn't it wasn't real fun. And uh, I, I don't eat at Applebee's a whole lot anymore because of it. Uh, they have some decent food, but it just wasn't the best experience for me. Uh, but I do want to point out that when I say restaurant cooks, I'm not talking about like your well-renowned chefs at nicer restaurants who they like, that was their job. They went to like culinary school, and that's what they want to do for a living. I'm talking about like. Do you, think, do you think chefs at Applebee's had to go to culinary school? I don't think so. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know that they didn't. Uh, they, uh, the well, uh, the chefs at the Applebee's that I worked at uh, didn't didn't go to school. They went to jail. And that's how they somehow so they, didn't even, they didn't even have a GED. No, no, no. It's like a work release program kind of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so you know, definitely and scary, Yeah, it's they're just following the steps, and the food usually comes out all right. Uh, but you know, it's probably not the person that you want cooking your food. You just don't really think about it all the time when you go and sit in a restaurant because normally you don't have to worry about seeing the people who are cooking your food. Are you talking more about like fast food restaurants where there's you know a 15 year old kid cooking you a hamburger? Is that what you're talking about? Fat, like yeah. The, like the grease in the in the you know the French fry basket yeah. is just as much as the grease that's on this kid's face. Is that what you're saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, like fast food or um, you know like just a like a local chain, uh, not like a personally owned not a franchise kind of restaurant because those people are actually like that's how they're making their living and they've been doing that for many years and they're not just following step-by-step -step process on how to make what this franchise has franchise has on the menu so it's there's just that no telling sense, yeah. like we never know what's going on in that kitchen because people are always screaming and fighting in the back and it's oh, eight, yes. 86 this and 86 that which i don't know if you know but that means no, none of that. Like, if they say, I want a cheeseburger, 86 the pickles, That that's no pickles. You're not getting any pickles wow. on that. They don't want pickles. So some insider information on how an Applebee's or really just any restaurant possibly in general works is 86-ing something means yeah. no. They don't, yeah. You don't want it. You don't yeah. want it. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense because it seems like it'd be simpler to just say no pickles. Cheeseburger, sure. no pickles. But hey, yeah, you know, I, mean, I didn't know. I didn't start the th process. No is only one syllable versus eighty-six is. I think it might be two or three. Is it three? Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Yeah, three. Yeah, three syllables. Three. Wow. Yeah. I've never. I haven't done that in a long time. I always enjoyed yeah. doing that in school. We don't break that down. Finding out how many how many words or how many syllables was in a, a certain yeah. word. But let's move on to the next one because I think yeah. we, you know we we definitely kind of uh, wrung that one out as much as we could. Let's uh, oh, yeah. move on to the next one, which is elevators. Elevators. Now, how, okay, go ahead. I, I would like to. I would like to understand this more as okay. far as how elevators well, scare you. I mean, see, like on an escalator, kind of does the same thing, but it's open, and you can step your way out of that if 
the time comes where there's an emergency or the thing screws up while you're on it. An elevator, you gotta wait. You could be in there for hours. And I don't like the thought of that. That terrifies me. And a lot of people who are on elevators on a daily basis just kind of accept the fact that I'm gonna get in, I'm gonna press the button, and it's gonna go, it's gonna take me to whatever floor of the building that I wanna go to. And most of the time, you know, probably 90% of the time or more, it works. But that 10% of the time is what I think about, and that terrifies me. To get stuck on an elevator, especially if it's with people that I don't know, sheesh. Yes, but that would make a good podcast. That's possibly a, an idea for us is to just go sit in an elevator for the entire day and just talk Oof. to people as they come in and out of the elevator. I think that might be interesting. Oh, that would be, that would be saying, interesting. What you're saying is the idea of being stuck in it. So the elevator itself doesn't necessarily scare you. I feel like they're pretty safe. I actually just looked up some numbers here. Because okay. you were talking about an escalator and an elevator. Um, an escalator, of course, if it stops working, you can just walk the rest of the way. Like you know? stairs. With, with an elevator, it's just like, oh, you're stuck here until, I guess, fire do firemen like, or, or firewomen always come in and I, people I from guess, elevators? Or? I guess it depends on how serious the situation is. But if those doors don't open, man, you're... You're in there because that's two and one, right? Elevators and automatic doors. You can't yeah, control absolutely, those doors. yeah. So, uh, well, you can with buttons. They're open and closed buttons, but kind of. Um, this says that twenty-seven deaths per year on an elevator, and so that's crazy. That's and then far more than comfort. Thirty deaths per year involving escalators. I don't. I don't even. You... I don't want to see that. Is and that I, well? The only thing I can contribute to escalators being dangerous is one time in the you know it was like a mall probably in nashville somewhere i was wearing camouflage crocs and i really enjoyed these crocs and so i'm riding the escalator up right mm -hmm. i get to the top where the part where this you know the escalator stairs start to come into more of a flat position and then right. kind of push you off into the that next level of the floor yeah um a a chunk about two inches were, was was taken out of the back of my Crocs. Oh my god. So if it would have been, if it would have, I'm not kidding. If it would have been a little bit farther, it probably would have taken a chunk out of my heel. And That's... I've always been kind of, you know, so I always kind of step a little bit early now because of that, here's, because of that happening. Here's another thing you got to think about too. What, what stuff, what kind of information goes into that number? Is it one of those things where like, if a person has a heart attack, God forbid, but if somebody has a heart attack on an escalator and dies, are they saying that that's the escalator's fault? Or is it like the situation where, you know, blimps kill over one person a year, and really that one person that dies because of a blimp every year is just because he was staring at the blimp, got distracted, and walked out in the middle of the road and got hit by a car? Yeah, yeah I'm not entirely sure, but that's, that's a great point. Um, I, I, I just, to, to read that and think escalators kill up to 30 people a year, like, I'm There's no way. how horrifying that would be to That'd witness be someone dying by escalator. Uh, we won't talk much about Oof. it, but... Uh, elevators and escalators. Maybe we put too much um, trust into. I think. I think that I think those so. are definitely things that we depend on and we need. I guess mm -hmm. we actually don't. We, we don't just, just stairs, build the stairs. It's just you know a lazy American invention that we yep. we've developed so we can you know eat our bucket of KFC as we hoist ourselves into the second floor of wherever mm -hmm. we are. But um, yeah, that's that's interesting. And let's go ahead and finish strong with this last point. Mm -hmm. uh, you can go ahead and read it. I've already read the the last two. I kind of got back into my. Yeah, you're uh, good. Usual, usual position, but go ahead and you're let's good. start with this uh, last one. Uh, the last one and kind of kind of the big one, I think, is uh, the government. We put a whole lot of trust that you know the government is gonna do right by our country or by our town or state, uh, and you know, a lot of times we have no clue what's going on. 
we've seen how that's worked out, right? Yeah. I mean, 2020, thank, thank goodness that it's in the rearview mirror. It actually doesn't feel like it is, but it is. Right. Um, we saw firsthand that putting our trust into the government uh, might not be the best idea. Now, the idea of government itself, I think, is good. But how right. you're going about it at the moment uh, is, is something that we probably put a little bit too much trust into. It's just chaotic at this point. I mean, I think, obviously, we've got to be governed, whether it be at the, like, city, state, or national level. But, you know, a lot of times we just kind of... I think that we put a whole lot of trust into other people to make decisions that we should be far more involved in making. Yeah, and I think that uh, as far as seeing how, you know, everything that happened in this past year, and there mm-hmm. were there were people from, like you said, local, city, state government looking mm-hmm. to our national government for help, mm-hmm. and our national government, I always thought it was like going to be like, okay, if something ever happened, everybody can look to us, we'll handle it. Yep. But... Everybody looked towards the national government, and the national government just held up a mirror and said, hey, you know, you yeah. guys figured out. Uh, right. So it was just kind of interesting to see how that worked out. The idea, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into politics. We always try to stay out of politics on AY and 2K, but I, I think that one thing that we're putting too much trust into is having 75, 80-year-old people run the country. Like, yep. I think that there should be some sort of age limit. Uh, especially yeah. some sort of term limit to keep that from happening because well, you're having a guy that you know is is a guy or woman that is just totally out of it right they're mm-hmm. 80 years old you should not be in control of anything but maybe i don't know like a stovetop whenever you're 80 year old uh, yeah I was and, about that, to say. and even that is a stretch right yeah so i think that that's one thing where we kind of put to oh you know he or she's 80 years old and they're making decisions for our country yeah i'm right. sure that'll be fine this this past year, with with everything that was going on, uh, uh, a lot of times it reminded me of. Do you know the episode in The Office where Dwight is trying to see if they were listening during the fire training? So he goes through and like lights everything on fire, and or it makes it look like everything is on fire, and then so everybody hits a panic, and yeah. it, so everybody goes into a panic. And I think our government was a lot like Michael Scott in that situation because he turns around, he's like. Oh my God! Oh God! It's happening! Everybody, stay calm! Stay calm! Yeah, and that was exactly. our—I think that was and our government the last year. It was definitely our plan for uh, navigating the waters that we were in, uh, the choppy waters that we were in this last year. But we—we, uh, we, I think we—we we should be able to put. This is one of those things where, and it may be all of these things, we should be able to put a lot of trust into. But especially mm-hmm. this last one, our government. I mean, we're electing these officials right. uh, that are, you know, making decisions on our behalf, and so that is one thing where um, there's, I think, personally, there's going to have to be some sort of movement, uh, and I think it's going to, you know, you might see it in the next decade or so, where uh, yeah. younger people, younger individuals, will be elected into yeah. these uh, positions that will lead our country. But like I said. Let's not get too much into politics because people, I'm sure, if they wanted to hear about that, they'd go over to CNN, right? Fox News, or huh. you know, Nickelodeon is starting to do some stuff like that. So yeah, Nickelodeon's driving them, me nuts, man. Yeah, yeah, they're they're very uh, liberal lately. But let's just go ahead and end it there. I think that that was a really good episode. I mean, mm. I I personally enjoyed the conversation, and so I know that whenever you and I both enjoy the conversation, then at least you know twenty five percent of the people that are going to listen will enjoy it as well. So I think mm-hmm. that that's a good you know 
ratio to have. And I think people will be, you know, they'll, they'll yeah. enjoy this episode. This was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, any closing statements? You did it. I did it. I, I you know, I'm obviously there's room for improvement, I feel like. But uh, I, I'm happy with it for my kind of first jab at it. Uh, mm. Since at least the episode that I did with uh, Blaine Bizzle a while back. Right. And I, yeah. uh, Lord, that was probably 100 episodes ago. It was, yeah. So you're slowly getting there well, uh, well, you know, to where you could branch off and maybe do your own podcast. Maybe, I mean, I don't well, know if that'll ever happen. But, well, that's, that's far-fetched. But, you know, yeah. if, if the time of need comes around, I do feel comfortable or more comfortable now uh, being that's able good. to do this episode with you like this where... Maybe maybe I could maybe I could take care of it for a week or something. Sure. Yeah, that would be great. I've I've 154 episodes. I've not you know never not been in yeah. one of the episodes. Yeah. So and um, can I say one more thing sure. before before we take off? Uh, Thad and Isaac can suck a big fat. Okay, so there's a quick <laughs> jab uh, from I think a conversation that you know that was a couple of weeks ago. Now I figured we were over that, but yep, uh, never forget you got two two curse words there in the last four or five minutes dj so you got your money's worth because yeah. uh, i limit you to two or three each episode right 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 um but that's gonna do it for this episode of all you need to know um wow i mean we we got through that one it's the first episode of 2021 so i hope yeah. everybody's having a good year so far good luck on new year's resolutions and all that jazz mm-hmm. my name is quinn eaton i'm dj pig and that's all you need to know This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.